John, Windows users around the world, and there's many, many of them, I think it's probably the majority operating system for desktop computers still, mm-hmm. Windows 7 users are going to need to take some precautions, changes there, redundancies being reported? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's it's now sort of down from the majority, fortunately. it's I think it's down to around about 23% mm-hmm. of global users are still using Windows 7, which came out in 2009. So July 22nd, 2009, uh, was released at that time the new version of Windows and it was seen as a, a big improvement for, from Vista which was the previous version of Windows. I remember at the time there were some compatibility issues with some software which is always the case. I mean if you've got a third-party software that's made you know, elsewhere outside of the Windows environment those companies then have to upgrade their their software products to be able to work with these new systems. And there were a number of new checks um, and and methods. It was supposedly a little bit lighter than Windows Vista and it's supposed to work a bit easier. There were there were a lot of benefits from using the system and there were some downsides as well. Uh, you know, part of that was compatibility with previous products. And so therefore, some people had kind of kept on to using, I think it was at the time, people kept on using XP, Windows XP. That was because the software worked well on that system. Well, now we are in January of 2020. We're a little over 10 years since the release of Windows 7. And we've now reached the end of Windows 7 life. Now, what that means is Windows have basically stopped supporting Windows 7. Uh, Future versions of Windows are fine, so I am on Windows 10, and so should you be. But Windows 10 is the current version. Mm -hmm. That will continue to be getting the updates and the security updates. But Windows 7 itself... They will not be making any further security updates. Okay, so it's, that's that's the news that the patches that have been regularly supplied by Microsoft, I presume they're free, aren't they? For that's users. right. Yeah. yeah. So you download these things and you, you get round issues and stuff, which can yeah, present well, themselves. A, one of one of the major issues that we faced. Well, we face a lot, but a few years ago was the WannaCry ransomware issue. And this was where vulnerable systems were then locked up Mm. and to decrypt computers, you needed to pay the hackers via Bitcoin. That's right. And in some cases, people were able to, that did pay, which I don't advise, but in some cases, the people that did pay were able to get the code and then unlock their system. But in most cases, that wasn't wasn't true. Mm. And that happened because of vulnerabilities within the operating software. Mm. And so if you leave your system in Windows 7 and don't upgrade and you don't get any new patches, then you become more and more vulnerable every day as these these people that are working behind the scenes to find the ways to get around your system, to get around the operating system. Okay, so it actually does present a security issue for you. That's that's the bottom line. And and what's been happening, what happens now? now is that there's new not surface packs but update security measures that are released by windows for windows 10 i think it's on a monthly basis on like a a monday or a tuesday and the following day is when they see a spike in the hacking attempts because that's when people are trying to find the vulnerabilities right if you have not updated your system then you are left wide open for these kind of attacks so it is recommended highly recommended if you are still on windows 7 if you're not sure ask somebody you can find out on your system relatively easy. It's mm. a little bit of a process, but 
I think even if you just type in a Google, you know, how to check what Windows version I'm on. Mm. Now, just check that in your system. If you're still on 7, it is highly recommended that you upgrade to Windows 10, which is the latest version. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there... Well, that software that you've got that runs on 7 that you may not you may not be forced to update yeah, and, pa- and pay to update. And that has been the big reason people are held back and have not upgraded because mm. they know, as was the issue with Windows XP and Vista when they were upgrading, well, compatibility issues. So this, if, is, why, this is why Microsoft is a, one of the most valuable companies in the world. Yeah, they make you upgrade. But yeah. this is why third parties, you know, they're not privy to know what's going on. But they've had plenty of time now to be working on that software. So mm. in some cases, that company may have gone bust. They may no longer make that product, that software package, and therefore it won't be upgraded ever again. And you know that you need to use it on an older version. Windows 7 may be compatible and Windows 10 may not be. Mm. But you can test those products. If you can get a hold of, you know, potentially you can download the installer or copy it from your device and put that onto a Windows 10 machine if you have another one or you can source it from a friend mm-hmm. and you can test it on there perhaps you can run in virtualization so this is running a virtual display in your laptop or your computer and if you have windows 10 as your main operating system you may be able to run windows 7 in a virtual display and therefore you can run the program within that virtual i'm not going to get into what virtualization is here for the listeners mm. if they want to learn more they can you know do a search online for you know how to run virtualized software or something like that okay. mm. uh, but there there are some methods there and even looking at uh, you know com- you know, going to the software company's website and seeing if they've got maybe an update or a patch or something which allows it to work on Windows 10. There are some methods there. There is a couple of sites online which talk you through the, the processes there of how you can either check, you know, will this program work or what version of Windows 10 am I on? I'll link to those in the show notes. But basically, for the most part, if you're moving or migrating from Windows 7 to Windows 10, it's going to remember all your files and it should remember all of your software packages. But obviously, before you do that, you should have, be taking a full backup. Mm-hmm. So run a full backup and make sure it's a complete backup, not just of files, but everything on the machine. Mm-hmm. There are ways that you can do this where you can get everything, including operating system. If you then upgrade and you can't get the correct software to work, you could go back in time. Or, or similarly, if you got hacked, you'd, you wouldn't be vulnerable to someone who was trying to get you with ransomware who exactly. lock, locked up all your data. So having a backup mm. is, and mm. this is a good time to do it. So mm. if you've still got Windows 7, maybe you've got an old computer, you actually need to upgrade that as well. It yeah. might be more than t- 10 years old and can't mm. handle Windows 7, so mm. it's a good time to look at it. Mm. But I would actually recommend looking at doing a clean install. So this is where backup all your files, put those in an external SSD or a hard disk drive mm. or a flash drive, whatever you're comfortable with doing even a cd but Mm. have a backup make it separate to the main hard drive in your computer or laptop Mm. and then run a fresh clean install of windows 10 and what that does is it just wipes out any other sort of historical rubbish that you might have built up over the years yep it gives you give your computer a kind of new lease on life that's right so this is yeah we'll look at more of a an announcement just to make sure you've updated otherwise you're leaving your system vulnerable for ransomware attacks or or other attacks that you might be vulnerable for Okay, cheers. Thanks for that, John. You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Science and technology podcasts. You'll find show notes and other resources, plus our complete searchable backlist of over 600 podcasts at our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au.